I'm Jeremy Greer. I'm Chris Mosier. Your family, kid. And we look after our own. This is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where we talk about every single episode of the TV show Supernatural, and we're back with the season 13 finale. This is it, Chris. We're wrapping up. Woo! We only have two seasons left. I don't, uh, don't, don't talk about it, okay? No, man. It's, it's, Pretend it's, that it's going to go on It's, it's a very sensitive There's moments topic. Where, is where I feel like I've been at, at Supernatural saturation for the last you know couple of years now, There's, but, but the idea that it could end... Yeah. I simply don't like it, don't. and I refuse to acknowledge it. I'm just not. I'm also kind of not looking forward to covering the finale of the series because mm. I feel like it's going to be so emotional no matter what, and it's going to be really difficult to like watch it once and then come here and talk about it, and then like I'm gonna want to come back in like six months after that and be like, well, you know, actually, let's do a thing on Supernatural. Well, yeah, so this is, we'll do we'll do two episodes on the finale. One will be really really positive, pick out all the best <laughs> things, and one will be really really. Negative. There you go. Well, I have <laughs> the yin and the yang. You know, you gotta have both. I uh, I've been playing around with the idea of doing a choose your own adventure podcast style. Mm-hmm. Um, and a friend of mine mm-hmm. was doing the code work for me. So like at the end of an episode, you would go into the show notes and like click the button. Um, click a link that would then download the next episode of the podcast based on your decision, right? And I think we should definitely, like, we should have an intro to season yes. fi- season 15 <laughs> and then, like, are you a fan? Yes. Are you are you not a fan? No. And, like, click to download the appropriate podcast. Um, before we get too far into this, uh, I want to do some do some housekeeping. Uh, season 13. Keep that house. We, we, we had another track from our friend Banshee Beat, um, this time on uh, Incredible synth cover of november rain which we called winchester pain um yes he he found alice does karate um to sing that for us it's it's beautiful and it's gorgeous it's amazing um i can't so, i feel like we just heard this I know, for the first time. I know uh so we're gonna be retiring <laughs> we're gonna be retiring uh winchester pain for a little while um or probably forever because uh, there's no reason to talk about season 13 yeah, there's no reason again. to do season 13 again um <laughs> But I just wanted to say thank you to those two for for making yes. our dumb jokes and dreams come to life. Um, and uh, yeah, that, that's that's really about it. We'll have a new theme song premiering yes. soon. Um, watch social media channels. We're probably going to do the same thing we did for season 13, which is do a YouTube premiere. Uh, we'll probably do that on a Sunday afternoon, uh, which is what we did last time, where we'll be introducing the song as well as the season 14 video um, that is... In progress is what I will say about that. Luckily, we're pretty yeah. we're pretty yes. ahead, so we, we have plenty hey, this of time. Is, this is our style. This is our style. We say that we're going to plan ahead for about six months, mm-hmm. uh, and then the night before we you know do the assignment. That's just let's let's go let's go. But that will probably be premiered on May the second. Um, that that is that is the current plan right now. So if you're listening to this on the public feed, uh, it is Thursday, May twenty second. So you have a whole week, um, and that also brings me to the other topic I want to talk about, which is feedback. Uh, mm. Season 13, I feel like, has been pretty divisive among um, our listeners, among people yeah. I see on the internet. If you have opinions or thoughts or just want to come chat with us, let us know. We're no longer doing Fuck Mary Hunts. If you've submitted Fuck Mary Hunts, we will, we will accept them and we will do them. But from now on, 
It's only Rate My Fit. So send us, a, my fit send us a picture of you wearing Monster of the Week merchandise, uh, Sam and Dean dressed in weird clothing. I don't care. Uh-huh. We'll rate the fit that you send, but you have to send the fit. Uh, so we're doing no more FMH where it's only RMF from here on out. We've done every character that there is. Yeah. And I'm not doing Jack. He's a child. He's an t- absolute child. And like at the point where we're like, you know, fuck Mary Hunt, the demon blade, Ruby's knife, <laughs> or something else. I'm yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. want to fuck a knife, everybody. Um, but yeah, so get your get your thoughts and comments and write my fits in. You can go to monsteroftheweek.cool slash contact. You can DM us on Twitter. Um, you can send us messages on Tumblr and Instagram and Facebook. Um, I just just send them to wherever you can find us, and I will try to make sure that they get in there. Chris, I have been talking a long time. I didn't even mention mm-hmm. our patrons who subscribe to us at patreon.com slash monster of the week and support the shows, which is really cool. But I also yes. do not remember what's been going on with season 13. Can you remind me? I'll do my best. Last time on Supernatural, the crew... Jeremy, the crew, the crew worked together to reunite with Jack and Mary and everyone else in Apocalypse World. Unfortunately, Lucifer also tagged along, and although he began to show a more caring side in the presence of his son, Sam took it upon himself to leave Lucifer behind as the new group of hunters escaped back to the bunker. Uh, though the goal of the entire season has seemingly been achieved, the trouble isn't over just yet. Gabriel was defeated by Michael, and it now appears that the Archangel and his fallen brother Lucifer have formed some kind of deal to infiltrate and take over our world. This is season 13, episode 23. Let the good times of our... I almost tried to do the French version, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I literally almost did the French version in that. Season 13, episode 23, Let the Good Times Roll, written by Andrew Dabb, directed by Robert Singer. This aired on April 17th, 2018. It all comes down to this. Our heroes, Sam and Dean Winchester, continue to be tested in the battle between good and evil, but one impulsive decision could alter the lives of one of the brothers forever. Which seems, which seems, I mean, like, you gotta mention Jack. He's a part of this. Where's Cass? You gotta mention Jack. Where's Cass? Cass? Uh, Where is he? I mean, this whole season, for the most part, we've been rocking three dilfs, one bunker, mm -hmm, right? mm Mm-hmm. Or three Dilfs, one son, depending on the situation. Yeah. These three Dilfs just got their one son back to their one bunker. Mm-hmm. But now suddenly they got like 27 other people. With they got them. a lot more sons and daughters in there. They got uh, a lot more people in this Dilf house. So before we get into the, the play by play of this, uh, you there's a, there's, a, there's a twist at the end of this. There's a season cliffhanger uh, at the mm. end of this where uh, it turns out that... Dean is going to be possessed by Michael the angel. Um, you were already spoiled on this. You've kind of known this was coming all all yeah. season long. So I've you've, seen. You've I been... saw Jensen in his silly little cap okay. all over Twitter. I think like the night that it happened. See, I saw the cap. I like, What's he doing in that silly little cap? Oh, Michael Dean. Okay. I uh, but I didn't. I didn't. I didn't ever necessarily put together Michael Dean. But I've been waiting for like this Michael to mention this uh, or to somebody to bring up the fact that like he could possess Dean at some point. Um, I didn't expect it to come from Dean, but like it's just weird because like I, <laughs> I hate that you were spoiled on this because like as watching mm-hmm. this, it was such a good moment to be just as as it happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and um, yeah, it, it, I I do wish that it wasn't spoiled because this whole time I just kept thinking like, how are we about to make this leap? Yeah. Dean hasn't even spoken to this motherfucker yet. <laughs> like, yeah, they barely met. Keeping, the, keeping their distance. <laughs> Michael's not interested in Dean. Dean's not interested in Michael. 
would just go our separate ways. So, uh, I mean, when it finally happened, I understand the the situation. Um, and I guess, yeah, it must have been a pretty big surprise the the night of to see this happening. Um, we, we start off with the Carry All My Favorite Son segment. Uh, I think this is pretty good. They're getting better at these. Uh, I don't, do you think that these are a little too, have too many cuts in them? Is that just a weird thing that I'd like? Does it, does it move too fast for you at all? Like, is yeah, it just too much? They're putting a lot in there. They're putting <sighs> a lot in there. Uh, the first couple seasons, they only had, you know, a few episodes to choose from. Now it's just like, we need one frame from every episode of every season. Let's go. Yeah, it's just a lot going down. Um, but then we start out in the bunker. Uh, Sam is giving a briefing on uh, 20, I guess, 2018. Mm. normal world to all of these apocalypse world refugees uh the ice caps are melting donald trump's president um they, they casually mention harvey weinstein uh, all of these kind of things bobby is like well that guy from the apprentice is the president and you're calling this apocalypse world um which are obsessed they keep talking about fucking trump like the last couple of episodes i mean i get it but like all right guys but, but also like that means that like the apprentice was a thing in apocalypse world so yeah, like that they don't they that's a, a, supposed to be a zinger yeah <laughs> that doesn't make any fucking sense they've been at how long have they the been angels. at war and like how long did like donald trump just keep making the apprentice while the angels were killing everybody because like conservatively uh, that dude would have just kept going right like that's uh, true that's true um but dean calls and we have a case we ha- we're going to chase some werewolves chris are you ready we're just going to do a scene yeah we're going to do uh we're just going to do a whole thing so Sam meets up with Dean, Cass, and Jack. We got the crew. They're chasing werewolves. Uh, they're testing Jack a little bit, saying, like, that werewolves, what does that mean? When he's like, oh, we're going to use silver bullets. It's okay. Uh, and then it's time to... Yeah, everybody knows that dum-dum. Yeah, like, Jack is like, I've seen, you know, American werewolves That's in Paris. Like, come on. <laughs> this is all baby stuff. <laughs> uh, take the training wheels off, Winchester. Sitting in the back of the Impala, Sam's like, I hooked up with a werewolf once. <laughs> that killed it too also, Jack's like what's that Sam I also killed four werewolves with just my stomach full of metal so like take that yeah. for what you will um, I've I've taken a silver bullet before and Jack's like yeah I mean I probably could too I'm kind of like god I'm basically god <laughs> uh, so they break off Castiel kills a werewolf uh, the, the rest of the crew jumps into this boat uh, where all of these these other two werewolves are hanging out. Jack suspends them in midair, and like literally, they're just shooting werewolves in a barrel at this point. Like they just—it's yeah, just like it's a, gotta make it's just this a so cool easy. vibe scene. Yeah, they come in here, fuck these guys up, and that's it. It doesn't really have any bearing on anything else. Just to let us know, hey, a little bit of time has passed since they've come back. Um, they're working as a team, which seems very smart. A four-man team, dude. That's huge. That's clutch, dude. This um, is great. I love it. Um, so four-man team operating, just slowly gonna take everybody out. For, get rid of these monsters. Forget about it. I know that we used to debate about whether they were evil or not, but now it's just you know what? Exterminate they're, them. They're, all. Just, we're in they're just evil. Yeah. <laughs> we Let's don't not have get time for those moral quandaries anymore. We don't have time to show that they're actually killing people and not just like you know fishing on this boat, <laughs> playing cards and fishing. I guess. Yeah. What if they're just chill-ass werewolves and y'all just murdered? Yeah. family nope we don't have time for that um we go over to mary and bobby apocalypse world bobby of course who are walking in the rain together i love this scene of the um this them in the rain or whatever like it's so good Mm -hmm. Um, it does look really good yeah uh bobby is kind of saying like i don't really know what i'm gonna do uh you know catch is taken off 
uh, Charlie and Rowena are road tripping through the Southwest, which like, we, hey, you didn't give us Wayward Sisters. You might as well give us the Charlie and Rowena mm-hmm. show, please. Also just doesn't seem like something that would happen. Definitely personally. not. Like, I just, I mean, like, because they hated each other in the when they met originally, remember? Like, mm-hmm. Rowena was mm-hmm. just so mean to Charlie, and Charlie just did not understand anything. Like, I... Or didn't 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 have the capacity to like fuck with Rowena whatsoever. So it boggles my mind that those two would hook up in a car and go to the southwest. I, th- I just feel like like a hacker and like a pagan are just on opposite ends. But hey, opposites attract sometimes. Maybe so. And I don't know that Rowena is a pagan, but. Uh, Bobby says he can't get home without an archangel, but like he doesn't even know if he wants to go back at this point. Like you know, fuck all them kids over yeah. there. Says Bobby. Fuck when them she, kids. Says Bobby Singer. Uh, this world is tight as fuck. <laughs> this world is great, and like Trump may be president, but like I'm a white man in my 30s, so it doesn't matter to right. me. Says Bobby um, Singer, or I guess he'd be in his 50s. Bobby um, so they're uh, they're strolling along this lovely uh, rainy path here, like they're in Forks, Washington, when they stumble upon a dead body of one of their own. Yes, this is Maggie from the previous episode. Um, she has been bloodied. She has been she's been brutally murdered. Um, we skip back to the bunker where Dean is telling Sam about how great Jack is doing and thinking like, hey, if like if this stuff works out, like maybe they could actually stop all of the evil in the world and like retire to the beach and drink beer and you know just actually retiring. Um, and Sam is a little like, really? Like, and he, Dean's like, yeah, absolutely. Like, that's what I want to do. Um, they decide to split up. I, Dean talks a lot about retiring in Supernatural. I just don't believe that he actually wants to do it whatsoever. Anytime well, he says like sometimes, this. Sometimes he says it and we're supposed to believe him. Sometimes he says it and we're not supposed to believe him. Yeah. I just figure it out, guys. Just because, you know, you can't just have him like... Just because all of the scenes are well acted doesn't mean that they line up with each other. And of course, Dean Winchester is allowed to change his mind whenever he feels like it. He's 100%. allowed to mean it sometimes and not mean it other times. But keep it consistent, folks. Uh, the, I is, guess we're supposed to believe him here. I guess yes, he's he's 100%. feeling good. He's got his boys. He's got his crew. He's got his mom back. Everybody's chilling. He's happy. You know, he feels like this is this is you know he put a W on the board. Yeah, we're, it's all we're doing good. good. Um, they split up. And Dean hears Jack kind of moaning and thrashing around in bed. So he goes in and Jack's having a nightmare. Um, He's like, do you keep that to yourself? Yeah, we don't do that around Sam. Um, <laughs> but actually, he's he's very nice here. He says that, you yes. know, uh, I have them all the time, too. Um, I think Dean says something about, like, not being able to save people doesn't mean you're a bad person. But that's what Jack is worried about. He's having these visions of all of the people he let down in Apocalypse World. Um, I feel like our big thing going into season 14 is going to be continued the moral compass of Jack and whether or not he's a good person or not. Um, and Dean finishes this with like, Hey, it's, it's not about being strong enough because even when we're strong, we're going to make mistakes, but we can get better and we'll figure out whatever that is together. Your family kid. Um, mm-hmm. and that's the big theme throughout this episode is, is these people yeah. having adopted Castiel or Jack or whomever, like they have found their family. And I know we didn't talk about this too much specifically. We kind of talked about Dean's behavior throughout some of the season, um, but it was brought to our attention like, oh, yeah, he's he's kind of acting exactly like John. And maybe you did mention this previously, um, but where Dean has been acting like John towards Jack a little bit um, towards everybody in a way. I feel like here in this moment, Dean is acting like big brother Dean, like how he would act with with Sammy. You know, um, he's giving Jack that same um level of of support here which is really nice to see yeah this is this feels like and again i think this this ties into the retirement talk as well of like dean 
is is almost like he's letting his breath escape right he's finally just like unclenching he's he's relaxing just to to a tiniest degree and of course this all goes massively wrong when they get the phone call from bobby and mary uh with the news that they have found the corpse of maggie um jack immediately blames himself castiel wonders aloud of like who could do something like this bobby said she was just looked like she was beaten on mary mentions it doesn't look supernatural um, and, and then Dean it's, is like, who is Maggie? <laughs> and she's like, I don't remember this person. She was like, he's with this. Sam was like, I died in the same room as her. Like, do you not remember that? Dean's like, you've died a lot of times, Sam. I'm tired of you bringing he's it like, up. When did you die? When, was, <laughs> when did you most recently die? That was like seven minutes, Dean, Sam. <laughs> Dean's so happy that he just can't, like, he doesn't even remember what happened. Sam, you didn't die? What are you talking about? Stop it. Just absolutely gaslighting the poor You're guy. You're so goddamn overdramatic, Sam. <laughs> Sam, you didn't die, okay? You just stopped breathing for a little while and archangel brought you back from life it's not it's not the same you were just yeah you got lost in a cave and now oh my god you got archangel cpr come on sam get over it come on bro come on uh dean decides to interview friends of maggie uh finds out that or the crew finds out that she had a guy that she liked that works at the the local gas station um why she wasn't just getting all of her supplies from the bunker boys outside i do not know but you know yeah i don't know Um, they're chilling dude they got like I mean, I guess if you don't smoke Marble Reds, then you got to go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, because the don't... Bunker Boys only smoke Marble Reds. Marble Reds and drink Slits. If you want a warm six pack of Slits, the Bunker Boys got you covered. They um, got you hooked up, dude. And they will share. You oh yeah. Have to ask. Oh, you walk yeah. by, they go, "Hey, you want a Slits? It's warm. It's warm. <laughs> it's warm, <laughs> but it's good." Uh, the friend says that there was this boy, Nate. Uh, Jack instantly disappears. Leaving the leaving the crew behind, um, shows up in this gas station or in this convenience store, knocks Nate into the fridge and starts immediately choking him, going full aggro. Uh, when Castiel and Dean show up, like they're trying to pull him off of him, it's not working. Dean pulls out his fucking gun and just unloads, and is like just starts yeah. shooting Jack in the back. And I love this moment because Jack looks back and is like, "You shot me," and he's like, "Yeah, I did. You weren't listening to me." And I'm like, "God damn, it must be hard growing God up in the Winchester." All house. I'm thinking is those got to be those soft silver bullets. Otherwise, he's Dean's killing this kid on the other side. Right, those bullets are just gonna go through him straight through him. Do you think that there was ever a situation where like Dean was playing video games and like I'll be right there in a minute, Dad? And like John just like just fucking both triggers on the shot, sawed off shotgun, blew the yes. roof up, and was that's like, "That's why Dean's not a gamer." Yeah, and that's, that's why, why there's Dean... no supernatural video game. <laughs> Dean has never played a game again. Uh, uh, did you see that game I posted in the Discord? By the way, the one that the indie game about uh, using salt to prevent to stop evil spirits from oh, getting yeah, at you. Supernatural the video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah of, course, of course, of course, of course. Um, so basically saying like, "Hey, it, this Nate didn't kill Maggie," and of course Maggie's like, or Nate's like, "Wait, Maggie's dead? I didn't even know." So this dude wasn't it. Yeah, Jack's like. So he he does, you know, when he realizes the severity of what he's doing here, he walks outside and he's like punching himself and he's like really not feeling this. And, you know, he's talking about how he keeps he keeps hurting people and he's having these like flashbacks about this stuff. Every single other one of those things before was an accident where he accidentally hurt somebody or accidentally got somebody killed um, because he couldn't control his power. This was this was not the fault of his power. This was just him saying, oh, I'm going to go beat the shit out of this innocent little boy. That was a judgment call. That was an emotional reaction. And that is, that's different. <laughs> so yeah. framing it like the other accidents is just, it's a, this is a whole new thing. He's a whole new level of freak now. Um, and as he's doing this, like, he, like the, the punching in the, in the punching himself in the chest, I thought was really like harsh. Like it, he just looks like he's bad off. 
Um, mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the the guys are trying to tell Nate, like, hey, like we're FBI agent Knowles or whatever. When we start getting like angels showing up, like so, like the the, the classic angels showing up. So lights flickering, yeah. high pitch noise, the whole nine. Um, and I like that they're kind of in this like little gas station mm-hmm. um, because the first time that you know we, Dean is contacted by Castiel in, in season four, he's in that little gas station where all the glass blows out and everything. It just reminded me of that. It was yeah, a little fun, a little fun throwback. Um, so we switch over to uh, Jack where Lucifer has showed up in the forest. Uh oh. And then as Cass, Dean, and Sam run out of the gas station, it explodes. Dean, I love. Sorry, Nate. I don't remember if he got out, but I just we never see him again. Where's the yeah. kids? Life. <laughs> yeah, that dude's on TikTok. Like you guys will not fucking believe. What <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just gonna be now. Look at this, and then like a video of that dude getting creamed on the fucking glass uh-huh. by Jack. He's like, I don't know what happened. This has happened to me. Um, Dean, I love Dean running out because the the place kind of explodes um, as Michael is stepping through. Castiel and, and Sam are both kind of thrown against the Impala, but Dean is already like combat rolling to the back to get the jug of holy oil so that he can like at least stop and Michael from uh, getting Michael out. just is either inattentive or just doesn't give a shit about what he's doing because he's like, what is he going to get a gun? Yeah, what, is, <laughs> what the fuck does he have in there? Couldn't have anything. I'm a fucking archangel from a different universe. Getting the grenade launcher out? And then when he looks down and sees the holy oil as it like spreads in a circle around him, he's just like, yeah, I mean, I'll get over this. Like, this is not going to take me long. Like, you guys can leave, I guess. Um, yeah. And then we get this Jack and Lucifer scene. Um, they have done so much work to try to redeem Lucifer throughout season 13. Mm-hmm. I think they've done probably the worst and writing on the show, character writing on the show with Lucifer during season 13. Mm-hmm. I think that they have done some good stuff with Lucifer. It's all going to come undone in this episode. I, uh, this, this pitch that he does about, you know, we're, we're not like humans no matter what you do as you if you interfere with their lives like it's we're just too powerful like we're we're always going to be overbearing we're not the same humans are fragile and it's hard to know what to do that's right uh which of course plays to jack's emotions right now and then lucifer pitches this thing which i've always been kind of curious about which is like why are we on earth like we could yeah. we could go anywhere like and jack of course like child zach zach child jack is like like Star Wars? Can I have a lightsaber? Can I have a Wookiee? Um, yeah. But like, why don't, why do they stay on Earth? Like, I feel like yeah, Lucifer would have been so much happier anywhere else in the Lucifer's universe. Lucifer's like, I'm taking the moon. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm taking the moon. <laughs> I'm not even going to write on it like, Luke's, like Lex Luthor did. I'm just going to fucking take it. I'm going to be up there. You're going to know it's mine and you're going to have to fucking deal with it. Oh, you guys like tides? Too fucking bad. Uh-uh. Taking your tides. Not now. Nope. <laughs> Um, it's and it's always full. <laughs> it's always it's Your always high time. Always up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, see, uh, in this conversation, they they're still playing with Lucifer a little bit here. Um, and as he's talking about taking Jack away, he's also being like, "Yeah, no, I didn't die. Michael didn't kill me. Sam is a liar and a bad person. He left me behind, and also very tall. Um, and also very tall. Um, Lucifer, I think, saves himself a little bit here and saves us some of that conflict that I assumed would arise between Sam and Jack, um, because Lucifer just goes, you know what? I had it coming. I've done some bad shit to him. I had it coming. I'm moving past that. This is just another like salesman trick. And it's literally just dawning on me as I'm saying this, that Lucifer in this season, I guess in the show in general, is just like fucking Hades from like the Disney, Disney's Hercules, like this like fast talking, like businessman who's not, not the Crowley type, but like, he's just, he's just trying to con everybody and like be cool and 
I'm just now making this connection. That's why he seems so ineffective most of the time. Well, it's because his like he wants to he his he only has one goal generally and then like everything that he wants is kind of a side goal to get to the big goal which is like to recreate the universe or to show up his father like that can be that can be disguised as ruling heaven or can be disguised as having humans adore him as a rock star or Mm -hmm. bonding with his son so that they can use their power to recreate the universe or whatever but like it always comes down to the same thing and he'll do literally anything to get there so when he tells jack like oh yeah like you know I, i did some bad things to sam like that's really glossing over just a, a whole lot of pain and anguish for someone that caused, you know, Jack his family, but also like this, this is an opportunity to escape our past and our sins and start over. And yeah, it is. But like, why do you need to escape? That should be the question. Of course, yeah. Jack's super young. Like he doesn't like, and, and it, this is his father and he's already gone through this kind of traumatic experience, both in apocalypse world and this one, like he, he's, his whole life has been kind of trauma at this point. So this idea of starting over is probably very appealing to him. But like, this is such a huge red flag to me of like, oh, we could just escape our past and our sins. I'm like, no, 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 you should probably deal with that shit yeah, first. Yeah, you should probably, uh, <laughs> probably face up to that shit. Um, um, yeah, so, well, Jack agrees. Lucifer's still around. Yeah, Jack, Jack, agrees. Jack agrees. But he but he says, okay, we'll do your thing, but you got to do one more thing for me here. And obviously Jack's entire thing here is, you know what? I don't belong around humans because I keep hurting them. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gullible. I'm gonna go with what you're saying. Um, but yeah, he wants one thing from from Lucifer, which is to bring uh, Maggie back. Yeah. Uh, we go back to the bunker where Bobby is telling Mary that the no, no none of the other Apocalypse World refugees really know anything about Maggie. Um, Jack arrives and just brings Lucifer in. Of course, everybody's freaking out. Uh, I love Mary's like whispered call Sam to Bobby. I don't know why that cracks me up so much. Like it's just a really good delivery or something. Um, but he brought Lucifer there to resurrect Maggie. Lucifer is like, this isn't a very good idea. Uh, people come back different. Of course, Jack hits him with the Sam didn't, um, eventually Lucifer. He's like, yeah, cause Sam's just fucked up. Yeah, because Sam was already like, messed up to begin get, with. What you're seeing is already the version of Sam that's been damaged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam was Sam was a different person way before you knew him, and then he's been resurrected eight times since then. Um, yes. <laughs> go back to season six, Jack. See those yeah. rippling muscles and those serial killer eyes. You'll know what I'm talking about. Um, mm-hmm. Eventually, Lucifer agrees. There's this funny moment where Mary asks Jack, "Is like, have he done something to you?" Uh, Lucifer's eyes flash red. Maggie wakes up. Um, and then we cut the scene to Dean and Sam arriving back to the bunker, but of course it's too late. Jack's gone and Lucifer is already gone. Um, yeah. This is, this um, is, this is the boys going into overtime and I kind of like this of, uh, you know, Dean's like, I'm going to call Jody. We're going to put out APB for the devil. Uh, Sam's wondering how they got back and Dean's like, it doesn't matter. We just have to deal with them now. Uh, there's a funny moment where Castiel's like, I'll, I'll check Angel Radio. And I'm like, can't you just do that in your head? Like, why aren't you doing that right yeah. now? Why are you telling everybody about it, Cass? Us. <laughs> Cass, you're slipping, Cass. Yeah, slipping. come on. The, the line there should be Angel Radio is blank or whatever. Of course, we'll get that in a yeah, little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't he say at some point that he's getting some like weird shit over Angel Radio? Like, the, it's all, it's all, it's all strange or something yeah, like that? Yeah, it's all static is what um, he says. Yeah. Um, I remember thinking when I heard that that it was cool, but I don't know. <laughs> I think it's a it, look all the heaven stuff that they're doing right now. Like the the faster they get to where there is no heaven in this There's world, like thirteen the, angels. I just remember. Yeah, that. yeah. The, the more interested I am in heaven, like the more that it's collapsing. It's like a Dark Souls level. Like I don't want to go through Anor Londo yes. in its prime, right? Like I want to I want to go through when it's broken. You want the lights out exactly. Um, 
Sam talks to Maggie. Uh, I, I really it's like all spaced out, and he's like, "Yep, she's she's been juiced." Dean, look, she's been juiced. She's been Dean's juiced over. Dean, Dean, we got a juicer remember, over Dean, here. Remember got... when I was juiced? Dean, hey, <laughs> Dean, hey, come Dean, here. Remember when I was juiced? Bobby, let me explain to you Dean, what juice Maggie, means. I don't think Dean can hear me. Hold on. <laughs> Bobby, yeah. come here. This is a classic. You remember I was telling you about the juicing thing? This is it. This is what you got. Bobby's this is like, it, Bob. This is a classic case of Ben juiced. And Bobby's like, uh-huh. Uh, can I just go back out in the rain with your hot mom for a little while? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just want to spend some time anyway, in the rain Maggie, with your super you know hot that, mom. That picture of the of that couple at the baseball game of the dude's explaining something to his girlfriend with his like, hand on her neck. And she 100%. Yeah. That image is Sam with Maggie explaining how she's been juiced um maggie eventually i I love the question she asked because he's like you know i know this probably seems weird but i want to help like what is she's like yeah it's definitely weird that you keep calling it juiced (laughs) and then she's like don't you have some other like satan stuff to deal with and he's like yeah but like i'm 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 concerned about you like we'll deal with the satan stuff later it's very funny i thought like that was yeah i thought we had a connection maggie like now that you're dead and been resurrected you're kind of in my wheelhouse (laughs) i see that vacant look in your eyes and now i'm like look it's the same same one i got what if she stared at my bedroom walls with that vacant look? Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. oh, Sam Winchester that we have created is just awful, awful. And that's all, no, that's canon. That's what happened. I mean, I wrote it down in my notes. That's what he did. It's canon. Absolute canon. Um, Maggie says she never saw the guy's face, but she did see his eyes. And we're left on a cliffhanger as we go to Lucifer and Jack. Who are um, staring at the woods? Excuse me, in the woods at staring night. Up at the stars. Staring up at the stars. Uh, I Beautiful. like this shot a lot. It's a shame that I will never put Mark Pellegrino in a Monster <laughs> it's of the Week music that it's video. That in it. <laughs> exactly. Like I'll just—he's never going to be in a Monster of the Week music video that I create. So I will never like if you, if you see this in the video, it'll just be Jack's side. Like you won't see mm-hmm. you won't see Lucifer in it whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then that's, you know, they're just kind of out there. They're just kind of vibing. Mm-hmm. Do you know, father-son camp situation, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And then yeah, yeah. I, I don't think they do talk about too much yet. And then we cut over to Castiel, and this is when he talks about how Angel Radio was all static. Yeah. Um, which I thought was just cool. Like, Michael, is a, he's a big, bad, powerful angel, probably the most powerful angel on Earth right now. Um, and just his his presence is just, he's just fucking everything up. It's just turning everything to static. And um, I don't know what it normally sounds like on Angel Radio. It seems like it'd be really annoying, and now that... I'm saying that this, this is why Castillo's been tuned out for a while. It takes him a while to get the dialing back in. Um, he's usually listening to the mixtape that Dean made. Him. Exactly. You know, he's, he's had to mm-hmm. tune out Angel Radio for quite some time. So it makes sense. <laughs> By the time he gets back to it, he's like, I'm pretty sure this is it. It's all static. I can't remember if it was always like that because I've been, <laughs> been ignoring it for so long. But here we are. I'm glad you brought up the mixtape because... As you know, it's it's canon that like at least three of the tracks on the mixtape were Taylor Swift tracks that you know, the, mm-hmm. the mixtape that Dean made for Castiel. Like, do you think um, since Taylor is going back and remastering and re-releasing her her CDs that Dean's going back to remaster that mixtape? Like, you think he's dubbing those new the new versions of those songs? I've heard they're very powerful. I don't. I haven't listened to they're, yeah, they're pretty good. They're, I yeah. Mean, yeah, she's not like 15 anymore. You know, she's um, she's a grown, she's grown ass woman, and mm-hmm. she's just doing it. She's living her truth. I think it's definitely recreating. You know, I, that what I'm tape, thinking, right? what I'm thinking here is that Castiel is listening to this album. Well, he's calling it an album, but not a mixtape. Of course, yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. showing it to all these new people who have come to the bunker, being like, "Look at all of these cool songs." Like he doesn't know that these are songs that anybody can just go and hear. He's like, "Check out this thing I got. It's got the fucking magic juice in it because my boyfriend made it for me." He thinks it's extra special and it's very sweet, and nobody wants to tell him. You can just get those songs on iTunes, Castiel. <laughs> Dude, imagine imagine coming over from Apocalypse World 
where all of your favorite, you know, musicians and artists have have probably been brutally murdered by angels and like finding five new Tay Swift albums. Like, oh, dude, you know what I'm saying? Like, all of a sudden you yeah. come over here and you're like, oh, I can just have 1984. I can just have folklore. What? What? This is just, just have, exist? She put out two two albums in 2020. I mean, I, I mean, I know Trump's president and ice caps are melting, but this this seems pretty. Dope. Well, we got folklore and evermore. <laughs> dude, I'm from Apocalypse World and you just showed me Cardi B's up and I am fucking just jamming. And it's Yo. up and it's up. And it's, up. it's a fucking dope song, says Apocalypse World. at the World same guy. time also being like, oh, Paul McCartney's still alive. <laughs> oh, man. He was the first to go in my universe. <laughs> He's not. <laughs> oh, God. He did wings. I th- he just joked about that in my world. <laughs> that stuff sucks. <laughs> Um, they start this. This is now when the Buckers mean attack. Uh, we hear large booms. The Buckers lights start going haywire. Uh, they get Bobby and Barry and Maggie out of there. Michael comes through the front door. Sam and Dean start shooting. Um, this always yeah, bugs again, me. Again, guys, stop. They pull. They're gonna ricochet all over the place. Well, I don't know why I'm always so fucking worried about gun safety, dude. I, <laughs> I, these, I as, as a guy that was raised with guns about gun safety, let me tell you, it's impossible to turn that bur- that part of your brain off. Uh. <laughs> But what really bugs me, and this is one of those weird, like, superhero things of, like, why is Michael's, like, fucking dumbass overcoat bulletproof? Like, mm-hmm. I, I would be so, mm-hmm. much, so much more interested if we actually saw the bullet holes and, like, and just the, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that would be yeah. cooler to me than just it bouncing off the overcoat. Otherwise, you got to give him, like, an aura. And we got to watch those bullets. Uh, dude, give me a uh, fucking stuck aura. stuck in it and then fall to the ground around him. If you're not giving me a cool effect, then I want rips in the jacket. That's a monkey's paw shit, though, because you know it would be like, that fucking aura sucked, man. Come on. Where'd you yeah, get that yeah, from? Yeah. After That's Effects? True. What the fuck? Yeah, come on. I could have drawn that better. Come on, Dab. What are you doing? <laughs> um, of course, this has n- no effect on Michael whatsoever. He slaps Castiel across the room, punches Sam out. Dean grabs the Archangel Blade, but of course doesn't go very further. Um, Michael tells Dean that Lucifer is the one that got him over here, and he's ready to purge this world of sin. Um, Dean responds, typically saying, eat me dick, dick bag. And mm-hmm. Sam begins to pray to Jack, saying, we need you. I don't know if you can hear me, but we need you. Yeah. Homie, come through. The spot's hot. We need we need some help. <laughs> Do you remember when I showed you <laughs> Warren G's regulators? I need you to maybe my Nate dog, Jack. Come, come save me. I need a Nate dog, come Jack. Through. Help. <laughs> Bro, if you can hear me, come through. Jack, they took my Rolex. I look around at my homies and said, what's next? <laughs> but somehow, but somehow, this cuts through to Jack. As he's standing there with Lucifer looking up at the stars, he does hear Sam's prayer. Yes. Um. And it's a miracle. And um, Michael, we cut back to Michael, who's just slowly killing Dean. Um, and just then, Jack shows up. Um, and then, unfortunately, so does Lucifer. And now this is kind of where we get the, oh, hey, <laughs> Michael, what's up? Uh, didn't mean to to turn my back on you or break our deal, but here we are. Yep. Um, Jack be- just instantly begins to kill Michael. Uh, he holds his yeah. fist up and he's like, I, why did they even run at this point? Like when Michael showed up at the door, when they were all escaping, Jack should have just turned around and crushed his fucking ass. Like Easy. this is some yeah. Goku shit. He's too strong. dude. He's too fucking strong. Um, he starts crushing Michael. Um, it. What, what, what happens? Uh, Jack finds out that Lucifer had the deal with Michael. Of course, Lucifer denies it. Dean confirms it. Um, there's a moment here where Lucifer insists that he's not the bad guy. But then Sam says, oh, no, Maggie saw red eyes. 
Um, and then Jack uses his power in a way we haven't seen before. Lucifer's eyes become the yellow gold that we associate with Jack's magic. He, he has these mm-hmm. weird yellow veins coming out from them. And then he begins to tell the truth um, that he yep. was scoping out the bunker, looking for Jack. He came across Maggie. He, he beat her so that she wouldn't tell on him. Um, and it was this, the line read here of it was warm. It was wet. And I liked it is just so gross and dirty mm-hmm. and slimy. Uh, and I like, I don't think it this tells is... us everything that we need to know about Lucifer. No matter hundred percent what kind of a performance uh, or show he puts on, that's the the truth of him. And I actually he kind of rotted, corrupted soul. I kind of like it. Like honestly, like it makes me kind of like Lucifer. I know I've been complaining about it, but like if you if you did all of this and you tried to do these weird redemption arcs or whatever, and he's still just such a fucking shitbag. Like I yeah. won't shitbag Lucifer. I like the Lucifer that will do anything he can and also just just really enjoys brutalizing humans. Like that's mm-hmm. terrifying to me. He's evil. Yeah, he's, supposed to he's be fucking evil, evil. You know, I, he's not making wisecracks, and and that comment is evil. And the, he he just showed his ass to the whole classroom here. And you can see in Jack's eyes that he finally gets it. This is what Mary mentioned uh, one or two episodes ago when she told Dean, like, he's going to see what Lucifer really is, but he's not going to do it through your eyes, Dean Winchester. He's going to have to do it through his own. And this is that moment where he sees that Lucifer is just just an evil, slimy being that doesn't care for him or anything. Like, you know, Gabriel Mm -hmm. said to him, Lucifer has no empathy. All he wants is his own bullshit. Um and this is when Lucifer lashes out. I like this too. Like he lashes out, his yeah. eyes turn red and he like screams at Jack and like releases this force of power that knocks everybody over. But Jack just is not affected whatsoever. Um, and then he starts kind of saying like, you know, uh, you, you know, it was, it was just a human. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. we could have been great together, but you know, there, we, you ruined that for us. Um, but I don't actually need you. All I need is your power. And I hate this. I really despise this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how they... It's just a new rule. It's just a new rule. You can do whatever you want. Um, Lucifer is able to uh, cut Jack's neck and take his grace, I guess. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So there we go. That would have been the solution the whole fucking time. Lucifer could have just taken his power. But um, just as he does this, he's going to uh, teleport away um sam lunges forward to grab onto jack uh and unfortunately uh lucifer jack and sam all get teleported away together uh dean asked you know what just happened and michael pipes up the devil won um i really i really don't like this i can just steal a a, a, a sippy sip of your grace and now i'm all jacked up with god powers um i mm-hmm. think I, i've i've been it I've, just it, it defeats the purpose of everything of a um, whole lot of things. How like, is Lucifer's vessel, even though even if it was reinforced or whatever by Crowley, I don't fucking remember how he's still around. But yeah, um, if if there was so much emphasis put on vessels, and we're about to fucking do it again, um, how I just how is this possible? How how can he take this this cosmic god power out of his son, um, and so easily just take it into his body? And suddenly he's just he's just charged up now. He's just got some extra fuel. He's powerful. Um, when previously this vessel was just being torn apart um, by just regular old Lucifer, because Sam was the only one. He Sam was the cod piece. You know, he was the only one who was supposed <laughs> to be Lucifer's able to handle cod piece, Lucifer. Exactly, yeah. And just like we're about to talk about how Dean is the perfect fit for Michael, but whatever. I um, it it it's just all of this stuff with the angel grace. I feel like has been 
poorly handled. I don't feel like there's a lot of like really interesting rules around it. It's just people sucking each other's like grace out to be better for a while. Like I, even during the Metatron Castiel era, I wasn't really into this, this whole grace situation. Um, so to see it used here to just very quickly depower Jack um, yeah. and power and up in, Lucifer, I, there's is like this special kind of a bummer aspect to grace back when we had Anna who like also left heaven or fell from heaven or whatever she did. And her grace was like a separate thing. Right. Um, and there was this whole thing about getting her grace back and it just, it felt more maybe poetic is the wrong word, but it was like a shooting star that fucking landed in a field somewhere. And it was this, this holy object that grew a tree out of it. I might be making all this up. No, I no, can't no. Yeah, you're, you're on the money. Yeah. Um, you're right there. And now it's just a little thing that you slit their throat and you suck it up. Like it's a little uh, milkshake for McDonald's or something. It's just like, what the fuck, man? Um, <laughs> I it yeah it's just it's just irritating um and, and it's what it says to me and and it's a miracle that TV shows get created like the amount of work and effort that like a, a cast of a, a casting crew of hundreds have to come together and like make this shit from a written page to what it actually is it's just it sounds impossible right it sounds like making a video game or something um mm-hmm. and I, what it says to me though is like they wanted the fight to be um Dean as Michael or Michael Dean or whatever you want to call that v lucifer and like they no matter what they were going to do that no matter what and then they they Uh had to take this shortcut to get there i wish it could have been something and it would have taken a lot longer probably but something where um i don't know lucifer convinces jack to give him some of his power through you know i don't know um whatever or or like jack fights with they don't fights with michael and then like lucifer comes to save him and like can't resist the the temptation right or some shit like that Mm -hmm. and like who knows what's Mm -hmm. in the script i don't bother reading the scripts like i leave that for other people to to get really into but like i who knows what was originally there or what they had to do or what they had to like compromise on or whatever but this just feels really weak to me um and to get back into the plot uh lucifer's teleported them into a church uh, Lucifer is holding a like very dizzy slash passed out Jack. Lucifer starts beating the shit out of Sam Winchester. Um, Michael tells Dean and Castiel now that Lucifer is supercharged. He has the power to destroy the entire universe. Uh, and Michael can't really do anything because he's in a banged up meat suit. And of course, this is when Dean gets the the clever idea. What if you had your sword? Um shout out to the Destiel fandom out there for probably what was breaking their heart of watching Castiel's face when he does this because Castiel's face fucking drops during this. Yeah. It's, you know, and I know that, that Dean is going to, you know, have some, some, um, fine print on this one. He thinks that's going to, you know, work out for him, but it was really, really hard for me to, to buy that. This was what Dean would do. I understand extreme desperation. Um, he's not thinking clearly, but he was just so, wholly opposed to this 10 years ago that to see him just quickly go hey let's do it come on right now um and you know I, and i i believe it I, I do believe it because he just had what i guess would be his dean's perfect life right like he's got his family his squad and just like a bunch of other like friends around everybody's mm-hmm. like the bunker boys are bringing cigarettes for everybody like everybody's having a good time we got marble reds and warm slits they got marble reds at the ass scenes like i'm gonna start smoking i don't even care <laughs> um, <laughs> i don't need to have good having... cardio anymore <laughs> no who cares i don't even hunt anymore we're, we're doing it um i think he finally had his happy place i do genuinely believe that he, when he said he wanted to retire that he meant it because just for this brief period of time 
it was like he had everything he wanted, he had everything that he ever wanted right in his hands. Um, so to see it all fall apart so fast, this is over a period of 10 minutes of this episode, mm-hmm. if not less. Um, it happens very quickly. Um, so to see all that happen so fast, I guess it does make sense. Dean's got this in the back of his head. He's probably been thinking about it since he saw Michael, even if we never talked about it in the show. Um, hey, too bad or good thing he doesn't have my meat suit because I'm very strong. Um, so I, I guess it makes sense. But at first, when as he's saying that, even though I know the spoiler, I was still like, mm, I don't know. I don't buy it. But upon reflection, I get it. I, and I, I get it, too. Like he is he's gone. Like he can't he can't let it happen. Like he's got to make sure he's got to make sure that Sam is OK, no matter what. Um, we, we, he has specifically said as much to us in the, during the season of like, you know, I'll, I'll do anything to get you back or to do whatever it takes to save you to the point where Sam has felt uncomfortable with that. I mean, like, you know, I, I'm here too. I'm a part of the team. Like I'm, I'm equal to you. I'm not just the thing that you have to protect, but of course Dean's never going to be able to look at that, look at him that way. Um, meanwhile, Lucifer is killing Sam um jack kind of wakes up or comes to tells lucifer to stop and lucifer just starts beating the shit out of jack um he starts trying to play the two of them against each other saying telling sam that jack has killed people and of course sam doesn't care he says that jack's family um Mm -hmm. lucifer says family doesn't matter mine has tried to kill me or you know had to try to do awful things to me and i'll prove it to you and I, i don't really understand this very much he brings out the archangel blade and drops it in between sam and jack and says, like, there's only one blade. You're, one of you is going to have to kill the other one. And if neither of you do anything, I'm going to kill the whole universe. And I'm like, I, I, uh, okay. Like, I feel like you're going to just do that anyway, <laughs> regardless. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's, and, and, like, and, I mean, and they kind of know, like, Sam they, especially kind of knows, like, yeah, he's not don't fucking do playing anything. along with this shit. Yeah. What's the point? Um, that's why he's immediately just like, Jack, just kill me. Just get it over with. Do it. It's okay. Um, I do, I do like this set. This, you know, this small little church that they're in, it looks interesting. Um, and it definitely reminds me of the confrontation at the end of season four, mm-hmm. um, where, you know, it, especially with this line here, Sam is saying, hey, your family, like, no matter what, doesn't matter. Um, and that's kind of, that was a core conflict in season four between Sam and Dean was they were family. They were trying to tell each other that, but they, they couldn't get on the same page. They could never come to that understanding until like the very, very end when they, when they let Lucifer out, but they were finally on the same page. Um, and so it's good to see, Hey, we've learned from this. We've been through so much before. So regardless of anything else, Sam has the, you know, <laughs> the, uh, the wherewithal to say, Hey, we, we're your family. And he means it because he's, he, from experience, he's been through this shit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we go back over to Castiel and Dean where, uh, Dean is telling Michael that he's the vessel. Michael already knew. And he asked the question, like, if we do this, can we beat Lucifer? And Michael says, we have a chance. Uh, of course, Dean is insisting that he doesn't have a choice in this and says, look, if we do this, I'm the one that stays in the charge. I'd stay in charge. Like, I'm, I'm the car, I'm the driver, and you're at the engine. Um, going back over to Lucifer. This is the one thing that I'll say okay. that I do like about angels and, and demons in this show is demons have will keep their word. If you make a contract with a demon, they will follow it. But angels don't. Angels will break their word. They'll go back on everything that they say. They'll break their deal. Like, and I actually really like that about Supernatural. It's a very, like, you know, backwards concept that, that works really well for this. Yeah, it, it's, you know, I, I like the idea of shitty angels as they were introduced in Super, Supernatural is very interesting to me. Like, I think that's really good. Um, like, yeah, if Dean had made this deal with Crowley or any other demon... When the time came, and said, like, "Hey, our contract is is null and void. Now you got to get out." I, I assume 
that he the demon would have to get out because that's how that shit works. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Um, Sam picks up the archangel knife and is kind of looking back and forth uh, to Jack and Lucifer. Jack is very confused. Eventually, Sam says, you know, I, I get this, like, hands the knife to Jack and says, kill me. If you stop him, you can get your power back. Um, and Jack, and he hands Jack the knife. And so Jack is like, no, I can't stop Lucifer, but I know that you can. And he, he puts the knife blade to his chest. And as he starts pushing it in, he says, I love you. I love all of you. Um, so doesn't, um, didn't Castiel say that at some point? Maybe that so. exact quote. Yeah, maybe so. Um, I would, I would, Boy, we need to we need to call in a clue master right now, Chris. Yeah, we need to call in a clue master. At some point, Castiel said, "I love you," and everybody was like, "Oh, he's saying it to Dean." And then he says, "I love all of you." After like a thirty-seven second pause, oh, uh, okay. He goes, "Oh, right." Everyone else is in the room too. I'm pretty sure that that happened, um, and it just that's what reminded me um, of here is is uh, him just echoing Cass and 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 Jack, who I feel like is following in, even if unconsciously um, or subconsciously following in Dean's footsteps to sacrifice himself to to save things. Um, but as he's like pushing the blade in and he starts to bleed, we see this flash of light and then there's Dean with glowing eyes and, and a full fucking wingspan in front of this mm-hmm. church shot that is absolutely one of the coolest things I've seen in Supernatural. Like this, He looks real cool. This is real, real cool. cool. Very <laughs> reminiscent of Castiel's first appearance. He, uh, look, he looks tight as fuck, bro. Looks tight as Break uh, my fit. <laughs> break my fit, dude. Fit, fit out of control. Out of fucking He's control right now. Fresh. Uh, yeah, he looks good. It. Dean looks really cool. Um, unfortunately, what follows is um, maybe the goofiest thing that I've seen it's, in a really long you time. You know, it's, it's, it's tough because I'm sure that like the the vision for this uh i think was would is probably very cool but like i look at stuff like um like marvel has a hard time like making two people fly around each other and shoot stuff at each other look cool sometimes right um so like mm-hmm. cw attempting to pull this stuff off and like i've seen what cw can do like they've done some really neat stuff with all of their dc stuff that looks you know really good this just i mean it's just not quite there so uh Dean says, hey, is Sammy, which is how we know that he's Dean and not Michael. Um, and then starts, they start fighting and it turns into uh, like a, a wire fight of them like hitting one another and flying across the room, which looks fine. Uh, but when they actually f- start flying at each other, it looks very goofy and, and very, I put it in my notes, hokey. I think I texted you today when I watched it again, it said corny. Um if you've ever seen what we do in the shadows, either the movie or the TV show, like it, it, it's, which is supposed to be kind of like awkward a little bit with these vampires flying mm-hmm. around. It's very much similar to that. Um, I, it's, it's hard to look at this and, and really like, I, th- I feel like anybody that's a part of this production is like, yeah, we tried, we did literally the best yeah. we could and we yeah. didn't quite get to where I mean, we wanted yeah, it to Yeah. What be. can you do? Yeah. They, they got, it's, it's just, it looks really silly and it did unfortunately take me out of the moment. But as this fight, kind of uh develops lucifer does appear to be winning he still got some of that god juice in him um and just then uh sam throws dean the archangel blade um and dean stabs lucifer who erupts into that kind of pale fire that we always see with lucifer uh and then his his body lucifer's body drops to the ground his burnt out wings on the ground and God, I don't know what happens in season fourteen, but brother, I think that Lucifer is really fucking dead. I, I'm curious because like there was this moment where Lucifer reached 
and touched Dean's head, and it, it we got the like um, the exorcism animation almost right like when 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 castiel would fry a demon like we got that Mm -hmm. like the light coming from the eyes and mouth on dean's face and then he's able to stab michael and then it seems like michael slash dean are are totally fine at that point and and lucifer looks deader than dead wings burnt on the ground not moving like i kind of feel like of course we said the same thing about gabriel and they just straight up brought that motherfucker back so like in my in my notes i wrote he's for real dies like fucking finally like really and i kind of hope that that's true because if so this is the ultimate expression of lucifer i don't know that there's any more stories to write about lucifer at this point like i don't know what you would do with the character i don't know what you would do you know what i'm saying like i just we're done and if we just had to go through all of this shit and then watch dean um you know get possessed by michael which is something we've been avoiding for a very long time to have all that happen, the very fucking least they can do is kill Lucifer. Just for us, just for your monster of the week yeah. people. And I then, mean, of course, also now creating a huge imbalance. Yeah. Because now it's just Michael, and that's a threat. You know, there's no, that was the only thing that kept each other in check. Of course, they were working together here, but there was that, there was that balance between Lucifer and Michael, and now that's gone. Um, I think we need to pay attention to Sam's face when this happens. Uh, Jared Padalecki oh has has done an amazing job of just emoting a lot when it comes to Lucifer um, and really, to me, pulling it together of like creating this narrative via acting and via expressions that I don't know if it exists on the written page or just implying that this narrative exists or, or showed it to us without exposition that I think is amazing. So him actually like looking so relieved and so happy that this is finally I don't think we, over. I've ever, ever in this show seen Sam look happier than that. In in laughing scenes and casual scenes, this is the happiest I've ever seen. I think this is the happiest I've ever seen Jared Padalecki. <laughs> like, Probably so, yeah. I've never seen that man's he, wedding like, pictures, but I'm like, sure. Yeah. There's like tears in his eyes, and he, like you said, he's elated, and it's like this huge weight has been lifted off of his shoulders. This weight that's been hanging on him for 10 years has just been lifted off of his shoulders. And it's, you can see it on his face and it's, it's remarkable. And it makes you, or I would assume the audience kind of rejoice in this victory that these boys just had. Absolutely. Um, and then there's this moment where I think it's Sam says, you did it. And Dean looks up and says, no, no, we did it. And kind of like gestures towards Jack and Sam at the same time. And I'm like, dude, are we putting a W on the board right now? Like, are we putting a W on we the fucking goddamn got board? This? Are we good? But Dean's comment is both a, um, a beautiful team effort and also a warning of what is about to come when he says we did it. It's a, it's a double-handed reminder here that uh, Michael is still within him. And this is when Dean doubles over in pain. He shouts out, we had a deal. Uh, and when he mm-hmm. lifts himself back up and stands up straight, uh, he's obviously a different person. This is, this is now Michael possessing Dean's meat suit, his vessel. And he says, thanks for the suit. And then disappears. Um, they always just like to hit us with this shit in the last like two minutes. I'm fine of with the it. Season. I'm fine with it. I love it. You know why I'm fine with it, Chris? Because I'm going to be watching that episode tomorrow. I don't have to wait That's eight right. months. Right. <laughs> I don't have to speculate. I don't have to watch any trailers. I just I get to watch it next week. Um, Dean's gone at the bunker. Mary and Bobby find what is just a almost a broken Castiel on the sitting on the floor of the bunker. Dude, just, his lipstick is out of control in this scene. <laughs> it's all I can think it, about. <laughs> I didn't even notice his lipstick. Is it wild? It's wild, dude. Maybe it was the coloring of my TV, but I was like, damn, those lips are popping. Um. 
he's obviously very sad that this this all of this has happened. I mean, he doesn't presumably he doesn't know. Yeah, Cass was just left behind, yeah. knowing that this was gonna happen. Uh-huh. Either either Lucifer's gonna win or Michael's gonna win and take Dean. No in between whatsoever. Uh, and and Castiel knows that. Um, also, I feel like this is probably like they've lost Gabriel. Like Castiel, this is probably him also realizing they probably lost Heaven like completely. Oh um, yeah, true. so that, that that's got to be the weighing on his shoulders a little bit. And then uh, we get this last scene of uh, Michael possessing Dean, Michael Dean, nineteen um, thirties era depression. Uh, get that little jaunty New cap York on, businessman Dean. You, you know, so stupid. Uh, like do, Dean looks good in like Jensen Ackles looks good in whatever he wears. That, and that's that's, that's what so I was about silly. to say. It's so refreshing to see Dean Winchester. Or Jensen Ackles, even just or a character on Supernatural, just this fucking well dressed that I was kind of into it. Like the hat is a little miss for me, but honestly, like uh, yeah, eight yeah. out of ten fit, dog. Seriously, like it's a, he's looking I just, good. I think he looks real silly. <laughs> I can't get over the hat, dude. He looks, he just looks so silly. He, it's it's definitely such a departure, and I think the the thing mm-hmm. that happens where they he's he's walking down the street and there's like jaunty music playing and it's not quite like staying alive right it's not like that scene but it's like it's definitely giving me those vibes and then for what i don't know what possessed them to i I hardly ever go look up stuff about the episodes after the fact like i don't try to go look up like convention stories or whatever but like for whatever reason like they they get real up close to Dean's face and he smiles and his like eyes flash blue because he's possessed by michael and then they give us a fucking freeze frame What? what were we thinking? Was that was that did somebody lose a bet? I mean, like, the, I, what, why did did somebody's did like a producer's daughter demand this? You know what I'm saying? Like, what yeah. is what is yeah. did did some dude's nephew just be like, no, no, it's got to end in a freeze frame? And I'm like, what? Why? What are we doing? This is so corny. It. It's so corny. It. It, it pops the bubble on that moment pretty hard for me. I and I, I feel like this could have been uh, like another death moment, right? With the with the right song mm-hmm. and the right fit and the right <laughs> the camera angles, we could have had another oh it's death like they, moment. They're almost resistant to taking it seriously sometimes. Uh, yeah, dude. I don't. I don't know why. It makes me really question how season 14 is gonna like are they all is this the tone like is the freeze frame well, we know he's gonna tone. have the hat on for three episodes max and then he's back to normal whatever happens that hat's going and he'll the be hat's gone you think so? okay yeah they've got too much invested in flannel in the wardrobe to really let that stuff expire oh yeah so. come on you can't do a whole yeah. wardrobe change up like that so what'd you think i thought i thought it was okay i thought that i think last episode was the better of the two um I, it's hard to speak honestly about the like you know the surprise twist here because it is quite a surprise. If you, I mean, I don't know if this was ever teased or anything like that. It's always been kind of hanging in the background as an idea because Michael's been around. But um, you know, I, I I knew it was coming. So and I and I wish I hadn't because I wonder if I would have been really taken aback by by this whole thing and not just focused on the hat. <laughs> Because I've seen that hat so many times with you know out of context. It was just like uh, seeing Jack out of context, and I was always just like, "Who's this little boy?" Actually, no, I take that back. I've always been really supportive of Jack. Listeners know I've always been really excited. You've to see always him been right there in Jack's up. quarter. You've been a big supporter um, of his. But no, when you when you see some of the stuff out of context, it's just it just puts up big old question marks for me, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. "Huh, what are they doing?" Um, so I've always known that the silly little hat was coming up. I don't even have anything against these hats. The little scally caps or whatever they are. Um, I got no no beef with them, but for some reason, I've just seeing that within the context of a supernatural character. I was I was just like, huh? <laughs> what are we doing? It's uh, it's really weird because I feel like this has been 
one of the stronger seasons of the show overall for me. Like the individual episodes, a lot of the individual arcs, the stuff with Jack I've really liked, the the funny moments and all of that. Like I think it's the introduction of, you know, multiple universes and all this other stuff. I I I find like the individual components to be pretty good. The season finale is a is a pretty large letdown for me. I think it just in terms of execution, like it, it feels kind of sloppy too. Like we resurrect Maggie. Like, is she now like a co-star? Is she coming back in season 14? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it just, know. that seemed, that whole plot line just seems snipped off way too early. And then this, the fight between Lucifer and Dean as Michael is so hokey and corny and kind of poorly executed that it just completely takes me out of it. And then like some of the stuff with, is I, I don't know. Like it just, it just feels, it just feels rough in a way that I don't want it to. Like I wanted the finale to be a lot better. The, the actual quote unquote twist of Michael possessing Dean, I think is it, it, in hindsight, very, very obvious. Like I should have been thinking about that from the mm. very beginning. And in my mind, I was like, Oh, there's gotta be, they're going to do something with that. I, you know what, as you're saying that I'm just realizing, I think so much of their finales tends to rely on a gotcha moment on a twist yeah, yeah. Um, or some big thing mm-hmm. happening that they can't ever naturally build up to it. They have to just surprise you in the last 45 minutes of the season, um, which sometimes works really well, but sometimes it leaves us feeling like, Hmm, okay, we just did that. It, it really reminds me of some <laughs> that of the, happened so fast. <laughs> it reminds me of the later game of Thrones seasons where yeah. they wanted, yeah. they wanted that like impact, but they, like you said, they couldn't build up to it naturally for whatever reason. So what happens is they, they just pull it on you out of nowhere and like I would have liked there to be me and you both have said like I think Michael was underplayed throughout this entire season and like that dude who was playing him was a good actor I would have liked to see him be more of a presence I would have liked to see more of his motivation other than just rawr purge the earth yeah. sin yeah. or whatever yeah. um, like I, I love the idea of like like do they have a Chuck right like they the, 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 kind of answering some of those questions like and maybe they, they they probably definitely will get into this in season 14 and 15 but I I don't know. Like, it's weird to me to come off season 13 and like it as much as I do, like the individual episodes as much as I do, and not, I don't know, just kind of feel at the end that it's just, it's kind of a fumble. Like, I I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I'm super happy they killed Lucifer. I am interested in this Michael possession thing, if only because it gets, lets Gene Ackles do something that's not gravelly voice Dean for a, a little while. Uh, so I like the individual Gene components. Ackles? Did I, what did I say? Did you just call him Gene Ackles? Did I call him Gene Ackles? <laughs> Yo, uh, producer, can we get the playback on that one? Can, I, can you rewind that, producer? Um, uh, yeah, but yes, I, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm there with you. It's, it's, it's just strange. Like I, I wanted it to yeah. be, to be more and better. Um, and that, we'll, we'll, we'll get more of this in detail. Like if you guys are new listeners, uh, when we do our feedback episodes, we spend a, a, a little bit of time talking about our overall feelings of season 13 after we've let them marinate. Um, but there's stuff that I want to talk about. Like I feel like Mary is criminally underused in this season. I feel like mm-hmm. Jack is criminally underused in this season. Like I feel like they're, they, they got had a lot of parts to, to move around and they just didn't do a lot of stuff with them. So I don't know. Yeah. It's uh you know, it, not like I, I finished that s- season feeling um, negative, but when it comes time to talk about this stuff, the the negatives kind of you know rear their ugly heads a little mm-hmm. bit, and I'll probably have better things to say too. Like I feel like I'm I'm swimming in some in, in some negativity right now, but like I, I I also did like a lot of stuff that happened in it. So like I mean, fucking Rowena is probably the MVP of this entire season for me. Rowena and Sam, mm-hmm. which who knew that I would be like fucking all into Sam Winchester as a character in season thirteen. I know. So 
You know, I've been thinking about that recently. You know, sometimes when, I know a lot of people feel this way when when Dean is sidelined. Um, they they lose interest a little bit, and I've realized, you know, since the beginning, Sam's always been my anchor for the show. He was why I got into it. Um, you know, find a character you relate to, and you just you stick with it. Um, so to see him finally come back just a little bit, because I feel like you know, it's probably not going to last. Things will probably kind of go back to the way that they have been for the last few seasons. Um, it it really you know excited me. It reminded me of of why I got so into the show to begin with. Um, and whenever they give Sam stuff to do and whenever my, I'm able to like, you know, appreciate my favorite character more, uh, it makes me love all the other characters more through that lens. Um, so these last couple episodes have really worked for me and, um, it's, it's been a nice reminder of, of a lot of positive things. Um, I think that's going to do us, Chris. Yeah. We're going to get out of here. Um, so, all right. Just a reminder, next week's episode will be our feedback episode. Write in monsterweek.cool slash contact, any social media platform. Uh, let us know what you feel about season 13. Let us know what you, if you haven't seen season 14, I'm always interested in people's like hopes and, and guesses for what could happen. Um, we'll have a special guest that I'm excited to get, get them on to the podcast and talk about it. We'll be answering questions. Um, check out the merch store. If you go to monsterweek.cool, hit the, hit the merchandise I'm link. wearing my Bunker Boy shirt right now. Chris is wearing his Bunker Boy shirt right now. We've got new designs up. They're all great. Um, go check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash monster of the week for exclusive content. Uh, there'll be some, some cool stuff happening over there soon. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening and talking about us on social media. We super appreciate everything. Um, that's it? Yeah. Is that it? I think that's it. Thank you. Yeah. You know, everybody who, who talks about us on Twitter and, and everyone in the discord, like all of our friends here, it's, it's, I think brought the show to a level that we never ever could have imagined. Yeah, so absolutely. We really, really do appreciate everybody. Um, yeah. Thank you very much. We'll be back with the feedback episode. And then May 2nd, we'll reveal the season 14 theme. Um, and then of course the early episode, people will get that episode right shortly after that. Uh, we love you. Goodbye. Love you. Bye. Hello. Hello, Chris Moser. Is this um is this the podcast channel? This is the podcast channel. Is this how, for the podcast app? How may I help your podcast needs today? Uh, I was just wondering if you guys had any uh, podcasts here. Sure, sure, sure. Let's let's start at the beginning. I'm going to need you okay. to choose three topics of interest from the selection in front of you. Please just pick any okay. three. Say them out loud. Any three. So let me pick up. All right. Uh, well, there's a lot of choices here. There's there's a lot. The podcasts cover a okay. lot of topics. Yes. So. Hmm. Let's see. The first one I'll choose is oh, this one looks good. Uh, tuna fish. Okay. Okay. Now that's uh, that's more of a lunch item than the actual fish, right? Uh, I need you to pick two more topics before I can get you a podcast that you. <laughs> okay. Um, next one is going to be, I think. Um, oh, landscaping seems fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's one of and... our most popular one of our most popular podcast topics. Okay. All right. And the last one would be, hmm, uh, I think. Okay. All right. So it looks like, oh, oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm very sorry about this. It looks like, it looks like you have, 
It looks like you have to be listening to a lot of McAvoy Brother podcast. I hope. Uh, that's uh, going to be a no for me. You see, that's why I came here to begin with. I've, I've simply had enough. Seems like variety. Seems like the, according to our algorithm, it seems like oh, it's the spinoff podcast with Travis McAvoy and his wife, where they talk about tuna fish landscaping. That's going to be uh, the one. Where they, it seems like, and I, I've only listened to the first episode, sir, so I can't help you past that, where they just make bushes into the shape of tuna fish, and then they I eat see. them. So, can I go ahead and get that started for you? On your, can I go ahead and get that I'm downloading? Gonna, uh, no, I think we need to start over. <laughs> oh, okay. Sir, I'm going to need you to pick three topics. <laughs> okay, well, uh, do you know that that, like, what, we, what was his little meltdown on, on Twitch about, um, what was it called? What's that game? Among Us. Among Us? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he had his little meltdown where he was like, if you guys aren't going to play by the rules, then this is not fun, you little stinky poo-poo heads. It's not fun, um, guys. That was so bad that, like, like people I know in real life knew about it. Um, like, that, like, really went around as, like, look at this dude <laughs> peeing his pants on public radio. <laughs> it's, um, you know, it, it's... It's bad because like there's a lot of things that go into it, and I try not to make fun of stuff. Like I've, I've I, like I'm in my day to day life, I look at stuff, and even if I think like I, I try to look at every possible angle of stuff before I just immediately go to making fun of it, right? Um, yeah, but we had, we got beef with him. <laughs> we do have beef with him, and also like the dude just doesn't do himself any favors because it was it was so incredibly awkward. Like, and you just didn't need to give the speech. Like, you could have just mm-hmm. not had fun and been like, you know what, these guys don't don't play. I don't like the way these guys play video games. Like, I'm just not going to hang out yeah. with these guys anymore. Hey, I got, I have to go record a podcast. <laughs> it just says Travis McElroy. And then he, right. I, I have to go on Twitter and try to like insert myself into an episode of supernatural. And like, I'll, I, and that's it. That's all, that's all he needed to do. But instead he like goes on the weird rant, which opens himself up for so much of that. And I, mm-hmm. it's just everything with the voice and like the, the just, man, I, 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 coming up in the Dark Souls PvP scene where everybody called everything try hard. I hate to say it, but like the dude seems to be trying so hard to be a mm, unique mm. special person and he already is. Like he's he's already like talented, I guess. Like he's my like, I mean like people seem to like that dude. Like he's yeah. created a bunch <laughs> of content. Like I don't know why he's got to go that hard in it. And then also like you saw that he got canceled because of um the <laughs> vague biphobia stuff, right? Like that that was not good seen a lot of that lately seen a lot of biphobia on the timeline um not not quite sure what that's all about folks you need to chill out with that i'm next dude am i trying too hard now i don't know dude are you are you is this am i trying too hard are you vaguely being biphobic in the in the comments i don't think so i don't either buy rights okay that's what i'm saying here just just support everybody is what i do yeah yeah that's my milk toast hot hot take to support everybody no matter what they are (laughs) Am I trying too hard, Jeremy? I get um I get really upset. Like we we were talking about in the Discord today where um Discord has to make all of these like different things. Um uh like like we have to mark a server as not safe for work, and then if it is marked as not safe for work, then it won't appear on in our iOS app, right? Because Apple yeah. takes a takes a like a hard whatever hard line on any so, adult content in the Apple store, um, which is hilarious I, because like, go listen post, to any podcast. <laughs> seriously. Seriously. So now if I want to post buff sharks in the chat, 
I can't do that. I get I get in trouble. The way the, the Discord police would know. I, th- I think it's fine because we're not focused. We're not a buff shark community, right? Mm. I think if we were speak for yourself. But okay, yeah. <laughs> I think if all of the I think if we were monster of the buff sharks and every single channel uh-huh. was, mm-hmm. which we were for like a little while for a hot minute, yeah. we were we were doing yeah. that. But uh, I I feel like. If you're if you if your content is spread out over certain topics, like it's fine. Like you can have a not yeah, safe sure. for work channel, right? Like we can we can share lewds of hot sharks in a channel. Our, we just can't be dedicated to that. You can talk about ejaculating hemoglobin, mm-hmm. but you can't have that be your focus. Ejaculated hemoglobin. That's a good. Is that even blood? Is that even? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. I understand exactly. Yeah, I yeah. Have, it's been a long time since I've taken a biology course. Ooh, brother, you would think you think you have? I didn't like biology to begin with. <laughs> Oh, oh man, Chris, how you been doing? I don't know, man. How you been doing? Are you okay? No. The answer to your first question is, um, it's can't wait. My no, but answer to both this now. <laughs> <laughs> how you been doing? No, I've been doing no, and um, am I doing okay? No, but you know, we out here, we living, brother. How are you? Are you are you no? <laughs> I'm no. <laughs> I had guests in my house all weekend, so uh, I, I mean, you did not text as much as we usually do because I was busy doing guest stuff. Um, I've talked before about having an estranged um, little sister that I've recently mm-hmm. made a connection with, so she came over and brought her fiancé. She just recently got engaged. Um, and Ooh. her fiancé is... A gamer? Giant nerd and gamer. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> um we somebody brought up dark souls uh and the guy said that he had broken a controller playing dark souls <laughs> and sydney was like i didn't even know what dark souls was i just remembered you getting really mad about it <laughs> um but he came over wearing a star wars shirt um i've got a commissioned piece of art that i got for autumn for christmas where she's drinking wine with dark plagueis and he correctly identified dark plagueis off of this random piece excellent. of art in my house excellent like in it takes it must have taken a lot for some dude to go into a place that he doesn't know anybody and go, is that Darth Plagueis on the wall? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I respect it. I respect the drip. <laughs> <laughs> um, but otherwise, we we had a pretty good pretty good time. I introduced my country ass other brother in law to some hip hop music, um, and that was fun. He so you said that, that you know that was the reason that we weren't texting a lot mm-hmm. this weekend, and so I was thinking the reason that we weren't texting a lot was because Jess and I were playing Silent Hill with the lights off um, for like eight hours over the weekend. See, this um, is this is your problem because for some reason you don't consider me the main character of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> well, but then there was a little there was a little bit of twist on that when I realized at like two p.m. on a Sunday when I received a I just woke up text. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! And I went, oh my god, wait a second, what? (laughs) No, that was Saturday. Um, Was that Saturday? Yeah, Friday night. Me and uh, my other sister. So I had two of my sisters in town. My family tree is bonkers. I'm not going to go into it, but they're all half sisters. Um, This this group was all from the same mom. So we're we're doing some mom sibling bonding, I guess. Um, But Saturday night, uh, you know, we. They came over, we hung out, we fried some food, we uh, we drank some booze, we ate, 
and then um like autumn is like i'm tired i'm going to bed and then um my sister's husband was like also tired going to bed and and me and my sister were like staying up <laughs> gonna <laughs> gonna hang out um and somehow that turned into uh well part of it was there was a huge storm that blew through and when i say huge like golf ball sized hail around us we didn't get any of that fortunately Jesus. um but like crazy thunderstorm tornado warnings all this stuff um and so the dogs woke up and so like i put the dogs in the living room so we were just i was up at that point but like we just decided to stay up and keep drinking so like video of me from the security cameras at like 6.30 stumbling in for another drink at 6.30 in the morning, which seemed really smart. Um, sometimes you just gotta live. Sometimes you, just, you gotta do it, but man, that... You, just, you live to die. You live that, to die. That was it for me for the fucking weekend, dog. Like, <laughs> I don't even know how you're recording right now. Dude, Saturday, I woke up, I was bleary, I had no... I looked at the clock and I was like, you've gotta be kidding me. Um, I, I stumble out to the kitchen. My brother-in-law is like, has washed all of the dishes from the night before because he's being super cool. Uh, and like had gone to visit his nieces and nephews at a baseball game and like done being productive shit. Right. Uh, and you know, later in the afternoon, everybody wants to hang out. Like we're going to have a couple of beers or whatever. And I was like, <laughs> I'll, I'll try. And like, I had <laughs> one beer and was like, my body was like, come on, bro. What are you doing? Yeah, like, you can't do be it. doing don't this. Do it. You're yeah. 40 now. This is not, yeah. this is not fun or interesting or anything. You, this is just bad. Um, I could barely do that when I was like 21, 22. Um, if I was like that, no, I, I take it back. That's not true. I would get unbelievably hungover and where like my head hurts so bad until like 3 p.m. And then by like 7, be like, well, the sun's going down. Uh, I think I'm good for another six pack, right? There you go. There you go. Yeah. Kick that can down the road a little bit. But now thinking about that, that hurts. That hurts my whole body. I can barely stand up right now. And I, I, I've done a drinking the last couple of days. <laughs> yeah. It's Sunday. I was a little bit better, but Sunday, um, we were doing brunch with everybody. That's when the littlest sister came over. Uh, so I like drank a bunch of water. Cause I was still a little like, Ugh. uh, and then I was like, I'm going to have a bloody Mary classic brunch situation. And that bad boy was also not going down good. <laughs> so I was like, you yeah, know what? Yeah. I just won't drink for a little while. Let's just not drink after yeah, <laughs> punishing yeah. my body that way. Uh, but you know, good times, good bonding experiences good with the family. Hanging, sweet hangs. Were they were they sweet hangs? Can you confirm? Yeah, yeah, we had a good time. It's it's weird. Oh. So, uh, not to get into a lot of like super personal stuff, but like my mom's passed away. Um, my littlest sister does not really have any like memories of her because she was so mm -hmm. young when my mom passed away, uh, and she was raised by her her dad, who was my stepdad for a while, um, and is obviously is not anymore, but. Like she has stories that she remembers or has been told that are just like, no dog, that's not the way that happened. Or like <laughs> my, my middle sister, like, no, no, you used to come over to the house and like, I have pictures of us at Christmas and the little sister being like, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> like having no <laughs> memories. So it's, it's, it's very weird. Um, yeah. And on top of that, there were, there's a good, like, you know, uh, there's a large part part of the little sister life where we just weren't there for various reasons, right? Like yeah, I never right. reached out, and she was a kid, so like there was some weird stuff. Yeah, it's weird stuff when there. you're like in your twenties to like go like hit up a teenager. Like, yeah, it's not, yeah, like, it's, or, it's like a little kid, you know. And regardless of the relationship, especially because like my relationship with her dad isn't the greatest. Like he doesn't. Mm -hmm. In fact, he told her. <laughs> 
she told me, he told her, like, well, you know, if, if, if they go, if they say stuff about me, just remember there's two sides of every story. And I'm like, look, I said, <laughs> the only side of any stories I have from that dude is when I'm 15, okay? Like, yeah, just yeah. keep that in mind when we're talking about two sides of the uh, different stories. I got, you got some skeletons in your closet if you got to prep with that. Right? Um, so it was, but at the same time, like, it was it was the first time all of us had hung out outside of my sister getting married, like back in January, which wasn't like a hangout sesh, obviously. Um, so it was, it was really nice to be in the same room and to talk about some of that stuff. And we bounced from like serious conversations about, you know, memories and things that had happened to, you know, just normal conversations. So it was, it was good. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like it's having, cause I feel like you're pretty close to your family and your family not being divorced, obviously. Um, but your, your sisters are like, probably have mm. been there around you that, that entire time. So like the idea Unfortunately, of yeah. getting to know a sibling is probably pretty mm. alien to you versus me who like literally found out I have an extra brother <laughs> that I didn't yeah. know about. Yeah. He's 39 that's, that's years crazy. old. I guess, I so. guess I, it's not, mm. it's not the same, but like a shade of that was kind of in my twenties when I could finally, you know, go out drinking. Um, and I'm older than a lot of my friends even just by a couple months. So I've said it before, I used to hang out with my sisters and their friends. And it feels like that was the only time that I actually ever knew anything about my sisters because I'm so much younger than them. They had, they are much closer in age. They're living their lives. And I was just, you know, the younger brother who played video games and whatever. Um, so I didn't really actually know anything about them until I got a little bit older, which is weird. And now they're constantly being like, come hang out, come hang out. And I'm just like, sorry, uh, no, I guess my phone yeah. doesn't work. That's crazy. <laughs> and I didn't get your text. It's <laughs> weird that every time my PS2 comes on, I can't, my text don't get go come through. It's very strange. What's the age difference between y'all? Like, what are you? What are you... Um, six years. Okay. I'm the youngest by six years. The, the other two are two years apart. So um, I'm, I'm 40 and my middle sister again from my mom this is not counting dad's stuff siblings mm-hmm. but um a middle sister i think is either 35 or 36 um that can't be right she has to be younger than that she has to be 33 or 34 and then the littlest littlest is 22 so there's an 18 oh, wow. year spread wow, yeah. there so it's been it's that's been a, weird just texting a- with her because like it's like it feels like I'm texting with a fucking teenager, right? And it's very Yeah, well, strange. she has no idea that you're the emoji master either. She has no clue. Like, she has not she been exposed to speaking she's being clever face. and using stuff, and you go, well, actually, what you just said. I don't know. She, she rocks some pretty good emoji combinations every once in a while, but I'm like, whoa, <laughs> I'm going to steal hey. this and make Chris think I'm young. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a good time. That was that was the weekend. Good. It was it was a good. lot of fun. Like, we we cooked a lot of food. We 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 ate a lot of food. We had a, talked about a lot of yang, talked a lot of shit. My um my sister who just got married, she spent like what she thought was an unreasonable amount of money on like a wedding videographer to do huh. pictures and record a video. Um and as you know, I've dabbled in the video editing field. Yeah, you, you dabble. You dabble. Dabble. A supernatural themed weddings only though. Yeah. Um one caveat. <laughs> yeah, I can't I'm not gonna film your wedding unless I can put Dean Winchester in there. Yeah. Um but <laughs> She got the videos back for the first time. Like it had been three and a half something months. Um, and so she finally got the video back and it was like a five minute thing. And she was so dreading it because she thought like had no idea what it would be. And it ended up being like the nicest thing ever. And oh, that's hilariously, I'm all over it for some reason. <laughs> like I have got way too big of a role in this video to not have <laughs> just got a good spread. You're just all over the map. Dude, they gave, uh, they recorded part of the, all of the speeches and stuff. So I'm there I'm walking her down the oh, aisle, cool. handing her off to her dad because he can't walk to, like i'm all over this motherfucker like i'm the star of the show it's hilarious so um did i tell you that my sister <laughs> sorry sister uh did i tell you that she asked me 
to like officiate her wedding? Like, no. just, you know, you have like a year. Could you like, you know, you could take the course or course. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it, whatever the hell you have to do. Um, and I just went, uh, no, <laughs> not going to do that. <laughs> why did you say no? <laughs> Straight up not doing that. <laughs> why did you, why did was, you say I no? I think she was very taken aback by my blunt refusal, but uh, I fucking hate weddings absolutely despise everything except for when i'm three beers in that i'm having fun every second leading up to it is misery i hate it i always have to do a thousand things even though i'm i barely know these people in the weddings that i'm going to uh jess and i at the beginning of our relationship was just dotted by oh hey sorry i know we like wanted to like hang out with each other but just go to another wedding go to another wedding wedding. spending hundreds of dollars on on shit that we don't even care about before Um, covid like it felt like every weekend like i'd be texting like what are you doing this weekend you're like i'm going to a wedding in fucking like manhattan or some shit (laughs) it it was all over the place it got so old so fast that it was all we were ever doing and because the way that it was she was in a wedding party or i was in a wedding party so we'd be at these weddings not with each other and uh we both just developed a very serious dislike of weddings. So I was like, no, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not, the asshole here, but I'm not doing this. it. <laughs> like, Did I she... want to be able to like, enjoy what little of this that I can enjoy. Um, plus also, um, you know, my family gave me COVID, so I got a big stick up my ass now and I'm not very nice to anybody anymore. Um, so it's going to be fun. It's going to be a good time. <laughs> so she's, is she, do you I'm think she such, harbors oh, any? I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be talking about this shit. We we love you, Jared Padalecki is trending on Twitter right now. If you want to get into that, like, yeah, wanna... what? Uh, why is why is we love you, Jared Padalecki trending? I'm good for him. I don't Send know. Send him the love, bro. I mean, I'm looking through because you know you click on the thing and it's just a bunch of like people saying nice stuff to Jared Padalecki. Which hey, great. I saw some. I have seen some pretty um, deranged tweets from the supernatural fandom recently okay. or maybe they maybe they shouldn't they shouldn't be considered part of the fandom. Um, just some real wacky stuff that. My first assumption is this is a person who's who's probably a teenager. They're very invested in this, and you know they just it, they get carried away. That's what happens. We all get carried away, right? But then I think, mm, what if that's like a forty-five year old? And what if they're just not not nice, <laughs> and they're just saying these absolutely crazy things about how um, oh it was somebody listening might be able to tell us, but like something about how Misha's unemployed because he's a loser and all just it was just this vitriol coming out i'm like holy shit dude was on a show for fucking nine years like like 11 years (laughs) let him take a break during covid for the love of god Uh, people uh also is he unemployed do we know that (laughs) i have no clue and like what does unemployed mean to an actor right like like he probably he could have deals that are you know he could have been recorded or filmed a bunch of different shit that's not going to come out for a fucking year like he could be he could be in the mcu right now we don't know Mm -hmm. because he can't talk about it we don't know people get people um, yeah, get too just, wrong, i've been seeing a lot of nasty nasty comments and maybe jared was getting some of that and maybe that's what this hashtag was born from i hope so that would mean that the twitter is a lot nicer than i than i think that it yeah. is i mean the only person i don't ever see anything mean about is jensen um because everybody loves him but <laughs> everybody does i think love we jensen. just forget that they're real people just regular dudes i don't <laughs> just live in their lives i've never it's, forgotten I that they're real people a single time in my entire life like it just has never it, happened to me it, it, i, I just, follow so few celebrities put that in quotes on mm-hmm. twitter i do follow phoebe bridges as we talked about last time mm-hmm. um and seeing the comments on her tweets it's so fucking bizarre it is so bizarre the way that uh 
stands, I guess, like talk to the objects of their affection. Um, I don't get it. And I know, I know it's all kind of tongue in cheek and they like, uh, they know what they're doing. It's just, it's just essentially, it's just meme speak. Um, but it's so fucking bizarre. Like people will be pulling up pictures of Phoebe from when she's like in middle school. And that is, seems very strange <laughs> to be posting on Twitter. Like, where did you go and find this picture of 13 year old Phoebe Bridgers? And why did you just post it under this comment where she says, Hey, donate to this link to support, um, you know, whatever cause I'm, I'm talking about here. It just seems really bizarre. And I see a lot of that in the supernatural fandom too. Dude, the, the, being back on Tumblr, like just casually putting stuff on Tumblr and then like somebody posting a clip from us on Tumblr, um, just seeing the stuff that people write and cause I'm, I'm, it's a social media account for a podcast. So like, if you follow me, if you follow the Tumblr account, I'm going to follow you back. Right. Like I don't even mm-hmm. look, look at the stuff hardly. Um, I, I, on, on Twitter, like I try to like at least look at the profile and be like, okay, they have, they don't have like white lives matter in their profile. They seem okay. You know what I'm saying? Like I try to do like a bare minimum. And even then I'm, we're probably following some weird shit on Twitter that I just, you know, cause I just follow back. Like we don't look at that. I mean, neither one of us go and look at that like feed or whatever. Um, But just seeing the stuff that people since the end of the show have gone just like, it's, it's so intense. Like there's this intensity to it that, is I know it's really strange for you and I to be talking about it because we, we've spent so many hours talking about supernatural, but even I feel like we're like not anywhere near this intense about things. And I, I really just wonder like, cause there's very little in my life that I get intense about that intense about period. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I just mm-hmm. don't go that hard for anything anymore. And I don't know if that's an age thing or, a um, it's just a TV show or maybe I've become jaded or whatever. I don't know what it is. Like, I, and I'm not saying that it's, it's bad, but it just seems like it's intense. Wor- it seems worrisome. <laughs> like, are you, and again, and, is and again, good? This is always, this is always from my perspective. When I see this stuff, I assume it's extreme intensity, but for all I know, these people are just shit posting and then they, they post this crazy thing and they go, Oh, whatever. I don't, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm just, I just talk like that online. Cause I think it's funny. Um, so we, you know, you never fully know how, but that doesn't seem to ever really be the case. So I try to think back, I've had some unhealthy obsessions. Absolutely. Whether it be with like a video game or, you know, TV show, like, you know, I've, I went through all this shit. I've been a nerd my whole life. Um, but I, I don't know. There's, there is a certain flavor of it that I see now that I just, and again, maybe it is an age thing. Maybe we're just looking back now and we go, I don't remember ever feeling like that. Um, maybe, you know, maybe we would have been throwing hands in the schoolyard if somebody was talking shit about Charizard back in the day. I don't remember. You know, I don't think I was ever that crazy, but maybe I was. My thing is I've always been obsessed with the media, right? Like I'm yeah, obsessed yeah. with the quote unquote product or the art or the content or whatever you want to, re- cause like, Even as you're saying this, I'm thinking we didn't have social media when we were young. Yeah. And so we didn't have ready access. Like I didn't have ready access to see what Tori Amos was thinking on a Saturday morning. Like, right. Yeah. Like everything that I knew yeah. about that woman was <laughs> on the fucking choir girl hotel CD. And that was what I knew. Right, you could only read, Like I was, I would scour the CD like booklets that came with whatever I yeah. got just for like, if I got really into a band or whatever, like I was reading everything on there, just trying to like, just learn some more stuff like hey did you know these are the lyrics and they said thank you to this person well that person actually used to play in this band and like that was like my life like i thought that shit was so cool and now you can just be like oh yeah he just tweeted a picture of his dump (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> but we, I, feel, I really do feel like I used to have to put this stuff together like a fucking Stephen King meta-universe situation of like, oh, on page 476, he mentioned Trent Reznor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah, yeah. like all of my, what I would consider my unhealthy obsessions, which would be like, uh, like too much into something, right? Like just being a little too much into it for comfort. Uh, I, all of that stuff, like it never got to the point where I was like dealing with the actual people at all. And I think that, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that you're like, people are bad for doing that because like, it's even the times that I see like Jensen and Jared and like their real lives, it does seem fascinating. Like they seem like they're super nice people. I think having these fan conventions that make them super accessible when they've made themselves yeah, super yeah. accessible to all, a large amount of people, which seems insane and so incredibly difficult. Like, Having done oh, one yeah. thing that was even somewhat close to that and like not even really in the same arena, like I was exhausted from it at the end of the day. And I don't know how they they have done that hundreds and hundreds of times, but I just also like I don't have the drive to do it. Like I just don't want to. Mm-hmm. I want to just mm-hmm. watch the show and talk about it and make jokes and never have Jensen or Jared listen to a single a second of this podcast. I don't want anyone to know about us. We've we've got we're getting close. Misha said our the name of our podcast, man. We're getting close. It's oh yeah, scary. there's there's three cast members that have now said the words monster of the week to us, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's mm-hmm. fucking bonkers already. And that's just because of cameo. They probably don't yeah. remember. So no, I don't know. I obviously I think that passion is also can be incredibly positive thing yeah um it's it tends to be the negative stuff that bubbles over and that's what kind of like catches your eye which is unfortunate and that's kind of the way it is for for any medium um did you see so you sent me that post yesterday about you know ps4s if you like reset the battery on it or something it won't even play the discs Mm -hmm. on your um on your console if it's not connected to the internet it was just this whole issue right like this serious issue that could impact the future of accessibility to these games 10 years from now if is my console that i paid a lot of money for and all these games i paid a lot of money for that's that going to be completely bricked if something happens if i can't connect to the internet or if the internal clock is messed up now i just can't play all these games i own that's that's bad and so i look at that tweet that you sent me and i'm like oh shit this is crazy and all of the quote retweet retweets and all the responses are like well there's another point for xbox i guess wow sony sucks again i'm like man i i understand why you're saying that but if that's your takeaway from this it just seems like you're missing the point and that's just it's just so uh, it's so incredible it's so incredibly zealots bro they're zealots also um do you follow Lance McDonald, Man Fight Dragon, to get the Bloodborne yeah, yeah, yeah. hacker guy? Did you see him talking about this and how the, all of this stuff is just so that, like, a, there, there's only two reasons it does it. And one is so that you can't keep your PS Plus games without a PS Plus subscription. And the other one has to do with, like, earning trophies or whatever. Um, yeah, it's so weird. And I'm just like, I will, like, let me, let me just volunteer never to earn a trophy again if it just makes my video game accessible when I put the game in the console in 20 years, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, you, so you played your PS2. Say I, like, what I just fucking did. You yeah. played Silent Hill 2. That game came out, what, 2001? I put the disc in the disc tray, and then it worked. <laughs> you don't have a network adapter plugged into that thing. It just no. fucking worked. <laughs> I got my console from, like, 2001 as well. Dude, it's fucking crazy. Let's talk about Supernatural, because we've been talking about We are old men. Oh, my God. We're so so old. We we should talk about this finale, who... I don't know. If you listened to that entire conversation, you're an old man, too. Congratulations. (laughs) Congratulations on your old man status in the Monster Week outtakes. (laughs) (laughs) 